Hey there, my name is Valdegas Vakulana, the episode of this podcast, it's called Only in Room 15 thing. So I'm having a problem, actually I'm pissed because of this thing, right? So I've been recording with this mic for last year and whatever, but recently it's been like I'm shouting every time, man, damn, I've been setting it up for 30 minutes now. And all the time I'm talking, it's like I'm shouting. All the time, it's like I'm shouting. I've even tried to put it there, there, on top there. But things weird when you're editing audio. You're facing this way, and then the mic sounds like uh, you're just talking from wherever. Damn. Yeah, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Okay, so... uh. Welcome to this podcast, right? So this podcast is a hopeless podcast. Okay, so what I want to do is talk about Game of Thrones, right? So recently what I've been doing is... Um, I've been watching a lot of uh, Game of Thrones videos, right? So from your... What's this? From your... BTS, like the behind the scenes... So, uh, the, well, who is this company? HBO has been releasing the like, scenes, previous scenes from previous episodes and how they were shot. So, yesterday there was a video about the camera, camera crew behind the shooting of Game of Thrones and they showed the scene. The scene where it's the battle of, of the bastards, right? So, when uh, people pile up on top of John, Jon Snow, if you don't know. They pile up on top of Jon Snow. You see, I think good camera work where where the camera is just amazing. You don't notice it, right? So when watching that scene, I didn't think about the fact that uh, there is the point of view from John while being crushed by the crowd or whatever when he's looking at the way. So in order to get the shot, it would mean that the camera had to be... Uh, like, what is this? Had to be. Sorry. The camera had to be underneath that crowd, right? So to look up, sort of. And then there is a shot where he rises from that crowd. So they just pile up on him, uh, stamp him, and whatever. And then there is a shot where he rises up and tries to go over the crowd and whatever. Man, that shot, that shot is amazing. I also watched the. What is this? There's another analysis video where okay, so Game of Thrones is coming to an end. If you don't know, the final season is gonna start it on the 14th of April, right? So they're showing us behind the scenes of the, in the making of the thing. I think it's actually genius that they do it and now before the show is actually ended because everyone's interested in that. And I'm not sure if they would be interested in the same way they give it. Uh, afterwards, right? So this guy also who produced uh, was episode nine of uh, season one, where this guy dies, who is Ned Stark, right? So everyone loves Ned Stark, and watching Game of Thrones, uh, you think that okay, for sure this is the guy who gonna, who's gonna end up uh, ruling the Seven Kingdoms, right? But he just dies uh, during the first season, and everyone 
everyone is sort of crushed by that. I've been watching Game of Thrones first time, seeing that you like, man, where is this thing going? Where is the direction you know it is? Right? And also, I think it was last week where I watched, and uh, what is this? I watched what? I watched, I watched, who's this guy? It's a finger, right? There's a guy who is, who's a schemer there, who's after power, uh, who uses techniques that wouldn't be used by honorable men, right? In, in the old age or in the fighting and wars and whatever. That guy owned the brothel. It's called a brothel or a brothel or whatever. Where you prostitutes working for him or whatever. And then he moved on to marry a Ned Stark's wife's sister or whatever, who's, who was uh, uh, married to some other person who was Aaron or whatever. But the, it's a high position that he goes into, like on marrying that, that woman and then he kills her and whatever. And then he goes down to interfere and then he dies there, right? So there's a running theory that uh, the killing of his character didn't seem too much scripted, like well scripted, right? So uh, it happened so sudden, it was so surprising that they will kill the guy, uh, especially that way, right? So there have been theories because before that scene, there are a lot of things that happened uh, there that actually don't make sense, right, that you don't understand why they had to show that the player just gonna kill the guy, right, so the running theory now is that the guy is not dead, uh, he's actually the one guy who's gonna end up holding the seven kingdoms, right, so so it's the guy who's gonna end up holding the seven kingdoms, right, so yeah, I think, like, I've been reading a lot of books and whatever, and you know, not related to Game of Thrones, I'm just saying, like, books that are related to life, in general, how life works, and that stuff, and looking at what, what the, the activities or the thing that happened there, I didn't be such a bad thing if that guy ended up uh, taking the throne, right? Because almost all of the other people there who are um, like working towards sitting on the throne, most of the time it's uh, it's because they've been given right, like their bed right. Most of them, and it's like they are entitled to the thing. But if you see, look at the thing, uh, that guy is just working towards so he's someone who actually would end the the drone if he ends up taking it so it's something actually very exciting to see right yeah, so we wait uh, for the 14th of april i think still somewhere mid-march that's where the thing will end and that will be said, obviously. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about relating to Game of Thrones. Man, we're waiting for that thing, right? 
is amazing. Okay, so speaking about Game of Thrones and the creativity. Oh, damn, did that guy analyze the shot where they killed Ned Stark? Man, that video. Uh, I think most of the things they are in are like in. Most of the things are in what? Most of the things are in. They are made. They are made in studio, and some other stuff is like uh, VFX. Uh, yeah. Also, what I want to talk about also was the um, the April. Right, so I watched the April event yesterday. I was still watching that. It was too much, man. Took too long to finish. Damn the thing. So. One of the things they did, I think everyone expected this, so April released their. Uh, okay, I'm trying to make sure that I don't shout. Man, April released their. Um, what do you call this thing? What do you call this thing? They released their uh, April, April TV Plus, right? So, something like your Netflix or whatever. There's Netflix, there's what? There's a lot of streaming services, man. Damn! A lot of streaming services, right? So I'm not sure if anyone is gonna leave Netflix uh, just to go to this Apple thing, but obviously you can just have both of them subscribe to both of them. I so many subscription services. I'm not sure. I wish there was a way of just combining, combining these things into one platform right uh, I, i'm thinking like if there is uh, something like okay i am thinking here's the problem right the problem is where the services like the streaming services the companies that provide the services for streaming the movies and whatever when they own the rights or they own this the the content that they are pushing the content that is available for streaming that is where there is a problem right so uh, apple with their new services yeah, they're going to be bringing movies they're working with uh, like award-winning directors and whatever creative people and they're going to be owning the content and it's gonna obviously as it seems right now only be available on apple tv plus right that's the problem right because now if you want to watch those movies, unless you can find them uh, on a, on an illegal site, you're gonna have to subscribe to Apple TV as well, right? Let's say you also subscribe to Netflix because there's a show there, like Stranger Things or whatever that you're waiting for. So now you have this issue. Like if if let's say the company that made that take shows like Netflix. No, not that fix like Stranger Things, what are the show? House of Cards, and what are the show? Sense8, they can't do Sense8, I'm not sure why. You see, if they were all those, if all of those shows were made by independent sort of companies, right? And then they have or Netflix files rights to stream that thing, right? I'm thinking that will be easier because now 
post on the movies that are gonna where are going to be made by April and whatever. If they're made by a third party who then license or gave rights to April for for giving them rights to giving them rights to like to stream those things on their services. Right, it will be easier because now you would have a point where uh, you have like Apple TV Plus and then be able to stream uh, Stranger Things, right? Because Apple will also be able or have the opportunity to can go to this company, the Stranger Things company, and then buy rights to actually stream that one also, right? It's it features all like just like music. Right, but music I'm not sure if you necessarily buy rights, but uh, look at Apple Music, look at Spotify, and whatever. So, uh, the 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 uses the artist makes the music, makes the song, makes the album, and then they don't necessarily buy rights, but Apple is the platform on which one can listen to that music and. Spotify as well can go on either one of those, can subscribe to just one of those and get the same album from the same artist. That one uh, would be easier if with the, the content that these guys are pushing into uh, the same or similar thing, right? Because now, if a uh, streaming or a series is owned by who's this? If, if a series is owned by Netflix, means that it's only exclusive to Netflix. It means that they just subscribe to Netflix and also gets the series that you like uh, being made by Apple, exclusive to Apple, means that you're gonna have to subscribe to those, which is a mess. It's a freaking mess, man. Like having to subscribe to two services, like these channels now. It just doesn't make sense. Obviously, these guys are making a lot of money and you have a lot of money to subscribe to both of those services and no one is holding you. But yeah. I wish there was a third party who made all these uh, movies and whatever, and these companies only had to buy rights because that would mean uh, what you could get from Netflix, the same series could be available uh, from Apple TV Plus or whatever other streaming service so that you could only just subscribe to one channel. I am pleased at the fact that I can shout right now because I want to shout that this thing keeps on going to red. Man, damn, 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 I want to shout, but I can even, I cannot even like speak uh, with my normal tone, with this my normal tone, I can try, but get so loud as well, man, and I uh, just trying mouthwash, Alright, so mudwash, you don't have to, not that you don't have to, you shouldn't drink water soon after uh, using mudwash, right? And my throat is so dry right now. Okay, what, what else did I want to talk about? So I talked about Game of Thrones, uh, which we're very excited for. So yeah, it was when they released the trailer for the film last week. Is it last week? I'm thinking so last week. They released a trailer for the thing. You're waiting for it. I'm not sure, man. Like, some other things, you like, how how far can they take this thing? 
right? What is what else is left from this? How 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 to what point are they gonna make this story line, right? So yeah, waiting for Stranger Things three. I'm not sure what what's gonna be the the thing there. The, the running storyline obviously we excited for that thing and we'll see how far they they milk the concept of news uh, what is this the, what did they call it the underground no they don't call it the underground what what do they call this other universe part man Man, it's the it's the, okay. I don't remember, but they they implying that it's something like so. This is our reality, and this is what we do. Where we use or we do whatever we do, and then underneath is where these other things happen, right? So yeah, we'll see how far they take that concept with them. Unlikely that. Okay, most likely, but those guys are creative, so there is high chance that they can do something exciting about it. And else, oh, also, like speaking of milking things, there is the the the, the trailer for what's this trailer for uh, what's this thing? It's a trailer for one. Man, it's a trailer for what is it called? John Wick 3, right? It's one of those movies also you, you think how far they're gonna make this thing as well. Right? Because first one, they killed his puppy, right? His puppy was given to uh, by his uh, late, uh, late wife and he loved that puppy. They happened to go in and take his car and then kill his puppy, right? Then he comes after them, kills them and whatever. The second one, not happens in the second one. I'm not sure what happens in the second one. But obviously they try to kill him again and they kill them. I think they send him one of their snipers to try and take him out. And then, yeah, they fail. And then the third one, now, the third one, uh, because the, when the second one ended, it's Johnny actually broke the rules, right? You are not supposed to kill someone in that venue where they, they it's a hotel sort of, where these assassins live, or not live. It's a hotel, right? So they sleep in and whatever, they get services and whatnot. They are not supposed to kill anyone that day. So if ever two assassins are like are not seen eye to eye, they can both be at that restaurant, but they cannot kill not just at the hotel, but they cannot kill uh, one another. They cannot touch one another at that restaurant. So they can like have a meeting where each of them knows that one cannot kill the other. Right, what Johnny did in the second movie or part two, he killed someone at the in that in that in that hotel, 
right? Who gives a case that is now everyone, every other assassin is looking for a guy, right? So, as you know, Tony Tree should be just a guy killing every other person in there. Yeah, because that guy just kills, right? I'm thinking that should be the last one. We can't keep any further than that. Because, yeah, that's, that's where I think that's the last line of that movie. It should be where the milking stops. Right? So, what I did, or what I do is, I've tried to stay away from uh, news, not news, social media in general. Right? So, this has had an effect where I don't know a lot of what is happening around me because where I got my news was from Twitter most of the time. Sorry. It's from Twitter. Twitter and not Instagram, but mostly Twitter. And so if I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter, it means I won't see the news, which is a problem. Right, so yeah, here is this this trailer is number three on trending. In South Africa, so yeah, the John Wick Parapelam 2019 movies, chapter 3, 17 million views in four days. We're waiting for this thing, man. One did here. And what else I want to talk about was the, the fact that okay, Nvidia, right? Nvidia, I talked about them using this crazy uh, software uh, last time that changes faces, like creates faces, giving certain variables, can create a face. Yeah, so it will make a face that don't exist, people that don't exist. And uh, that was an exciting software. What they done uh, recently, uh, I think this, this is something that's gonna be much appreciated by, who is this, by artists, sort of, so when you're making a scene, you can just uh, draw something like a line and then it makes a, what is this? It makes a mountain stand there. Then you can draw something like this, and like a line going up, and then it makes a tree. Then you can just shade somewhere down there, then it makes water. And it can actually see the reflection because of the tree that you just made. So there is an exciting software. I think it's similar to something like uh, 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 rotoscoping in After Effects. So, so rotoscoping is that simply just drawing someone, obviously to try to track them, and then you just keep on correcting as you go on. But this is sort of next level. Not of next level. This is just a picture. It's just making pictures. I think Photoshop is actually also uh, similarly powerful. And uh, this tool called a uh, content away filter where you're removing something, so I just uh, cycle that thing and then Photoshop will learn the pixels around uh, how this thing that has been cycled differs from those pixels and then try to steal those pixels and place them here and then remove this thing. That's how uh, Photoshop does it, and it's, it's very powerful, right? So, NVIDIA. Has another software that is doing that uh, again, uh, in addition to their other software that makes faces, right? And piece of the fact that I don't have to shop.
So, another thing I want to talk about clothes uh, I think I've been talking about it a lot in the last podcast. This thing of <coughs> this thing of no shedding. No shedding, man. Okay, I think it's been stopped, right? I think the last time we didn't have electricity was on Friday. I think they've tried to improve. their things or technology whatever they're using because they were using backups right so when it's backups these guys use these guys use something like they use diesel instead of coal right so something i think burns faster or right they are very good they use all those backup backup things that's what they were using to provide electricity, right? And I've heard people saying there were trucks, like miles or kilometers of trucks uh, in line just to uh, deliver coal to an Eskom power station. So it was really bad. So it has come out, obviously, that this is as a result of corruption. How how what uh, how typical I'm thinking of South Africa or South African like government owned entities corruption I think it's their uh, it's their other name like the making name of every other government owned entity uh, corruption starts with tenders so these guys were <coughs> It's employees who are doing business with ASCOM, so there are a lot of issues with conflicts of interest, and yeah, Cor- corruption man in South Africa is some of the biggest problems, right? So also, uh, when when police are, are corrupt, and then okay, so here's how it happens, right? So these guys, eh. Uh, Go up the the ladder of success, sort of in their organizations, having done some corruption in that way, right? So when you're up there, someone obviously has had or known your corruption along your rising towards uh, the top, right? So that person is gonna easily just blackmail you to want a tender from you, want a service or not a service, uh, <coughs> a favor from you, right? So, if uh, you want them not to ruin your reputation, you give them the favor. What they do is they give tenders, obviously, uh, or be bribed to give tenders to people they know and whatever. And even people with uh, people in so that, that this is a huge issue, huge issue. This thing of uh, political parties in South Africa, everyone knows that everyone is corrupt and everyone knows how to get to someone, so it's easy to get them and uh, corrupt, sort of because almost everyone is corrupt up there, 
So it's how it's how things are done in South Africa. Even the simplest of things, like your getting your, your driver's license. I was amazed that people actually here in Cape Town they get their driver's license by actually going in and then driving and then passing the test. What happens usually in Cape Town? They just go there with a thousand bucks and then you drive, make mistakes and whatever, pay the thousand bucks, then you get the license. That's how it goes all the time. And what, what the, the, the running theory is, uh, you can't go there and not make a mistake. So you need the thousand bucks, I think it's minimum thousand bucks, to bribe the officer to give you the, the license. That's how it happens. I'm thinking, I'm thinking a lot of people who like have licenses, especially in KVM, they bought themselves, bought them. They know how to drive, but their licenses went good in a legit way. So, bribes go a long way, man. Uh, even the police, right? So, what happens is sometimes, or uh, most of the time, KVM, you'd find maybe you driving around at about 11, 12 in the, in the, in the afternoon or in the evening and then you find that there's a police officer uh, a traffic cop sort of then they stop you whenever they see one problem and they like to go to him or whatever they stop you instead of writing your tickets or whatever they want something like 100 rand or 200 for a bribe they call it cook or drink money right so they want to buy drink so you give them something to do that. Wait, we have to restart the stream. So as I was saying, this this bright man is called drink uh, man, right? So the police officers say they are thirsty, and then you give them the friends, and then you're able to pass, right? Obviously, this is more frequently uh, taxi drivers most of the time. And then rural people who drive uh, cars that are not in condition to be, uh, what's this? Not in condition to be uh, on the road. And then underage people are driving that are not supposed to be driving yet. So someone is running water in the kitchen. It's gonna be a problem. Also, uh, what else? What else? Oh, getting getting a job. I think also that's where people bribe the most, obviously. So if you want to get a job, you can actually bribe whoever guys has the ability to make that decision, and then you are able to get a job in that manner. These these are all the things that I've seen. Right? It happens a lot. Man, there's a light here. There's a light here. In front of me, man, it's so hot in my eyes, makes me thirsty a lot of time. Okay, so also talking about corruption, corruption and Zulu people. I think I had some sort of a bit going on about Zulu people. Where is it? Where is it? These guys, these guys. Okay, there's a few things that you need to know about Zulu people, right? Let's let's get this thing up. Oh, I was talking about what is this? 
Uh, hang on, wait a minute. Only room 15 B should be somewhere here. No, it's not here. Wait, is this thing? Okay, yeah, I'm talking about the the Zulu naming schemes, right? Okay, so people things that we need to know about Zulu people is that one, they are very very stubborn. And then they are lazy when it comes to naming people, right? Like giving names to their kids and whatever. It's a bit lazy. I'm not sure if I've been ignorant, but right, look at it this way. Look at it this way. How easy it is for almost all of the Zulu names to be translated to English, right? All of the Zulu names that are given to, to people, they like. Easily known, right? So you have someone like innocent, right? Innocently, you see that okay, this this uh, name has some sort of a has some sort of a, a history. Maybe the the person or the, the the mother and the father didn't want to keep the baby, but the baby was here, and the baby is innocent, so we just have to keep them. So the baby was given a name innocent, right? That's that's like uh, very it seems very easy, not easy, lazy. And also another thing is so there was this uh, Zulu guy, like the person who built the Zulu nation or tribe uh, called uh, King Shagazu, right? That guy was given his name because him his mother was suspected of having a disease sort of called Ishaka. So when he was born, he was given the name Ishaka <laughs> after the disease Ishaka. So see how these, these, these people are lazy. Okay, I'm thinking maybe some like for English, I don't know what the hell John means in English. What is the meaning of the name John? Right? It's something that I'd have to go through the internet easily. Translating to ancient languages, and I think I'm thinking this is also a consequence of having languages that are languages that are what I knew sort of not old because I don't, I don't think Zulu is that old as a language. I think it's new. Like talking about history of the world and whatever, it's something that's new, right? So our naming schemes are like directly. What's happening? They are circumstantial, situational. So whenever I'm in an issue right now, or whatever circumstances we are born into, like they, they our neighbor uh, back at home, were twins back in 2010. So in 2010, the, the FIFA World Cup was in South Africa, and that guy just gave the names FIFA and World Cup to his twins. So another guy is, I'm not sure if it's guy, guy and a girl or just girls or. Uh, guy and guy, but the name of his twins are FIFA and World Cup. So the other kid is FIFA, and another the other one is World Cup. <laughs> Don't think about when the kids grow up, <laughs> man. Like these guys, these guys are very like, um, was. 
What? What? They are very lazy when it comes to naming, right? And also, another thing, my I have I have a brother whose name is Pelele, right? Spelele in English translates to "we are enough," right? So it's when your parents finally decide, you know, we've had enough kids brought into this planet, and uh, we we gonna stop now. This is the last bond. Uh, yeah, this is to say that we have enough kids, right? They are enough, right? Then do do afterwards, these uh, people have another kid. Okay, so how do we explain this now? You just had Spelele, but now you're having another kid who's younger than Spelele. How are these people Spelele now? How is his name still applicable? As I was saying, these are situational. So whenever the situation doesn't now apply, it's still situational. Obviously, obviously, I'm a very ignorant guy. If you don't know that by now, I'm not sure where you've been. Uh, yeah, uh, my, my brother's name is Pelele, uh, so his name is fortunate now because he's uh, a little girl uh, who's younger than him, so his name is no longer true. His name is no longer true. Sort of. That's a problem. Also, you, you try to argue with Zulu people. You see, oh, also, there is a neighbor, a neighbor of ours who's it's the same thing with dogs as well. That's how it happened. So at home there was a dog for my little brother who was who came in wrapped in a piece of paper, like as a puppy. The dog was waiting and not wrapped, wrapped uh, on a piece of paper, right? So when he came home, uh, like because the dog was wrapped in a piece of wrapped in a piece of paper, he was called newspaper like in, in zulu that's that is pepanda right so that was the name of our dog at home it was called pepper pepper <laughs> like paper and devil <laughs> the name is keep that is very it's very like eh, it's very lazy another thing was uh, our neighbor neighbor's dog was named funangenze which translates to what do you want me to do? <laughs> One day, it took me, it took me a while to, to like think of any circumstances that would surround this name, especially as a kid. You wouldn't think that the name uh, there was uh, some sort of a message that was given uh, because of, of uh, some sort of a situation that happened, maybe the enemies or like neighbors or whatever. They went and seeing eye to eye with one another. The other was always ordering the other one around. And then they just asked, What do you want me to do? Ufuna means it. And also, I'll say, uh, These guys are so, uh, are so stubborn. Right? Zulu people are so stubborn that uh, they knew that this problem was going to come where they, the, the way they things was gonna be questioned and uh, Shara Zulu's father he was named uh, Senza Nakon Senza Nakon right which means we are doing it right right so whatever you want to question Zulu people 
Uh, they're always doing it right <laughs> because one of the founding fathers of the nation in early days was named we are doing it right signs on the corner so <laughs> you really can't argue with their practices because man they're doing it right ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ah, damn. Okay, what else? What else? Okay, I think I think that's it. Yeah, I was thinking, man, like eh, the way it is easy for black people to name their kids, like situational. We just knew the kid. I'm not saying I'm not saying the the English people are doing it right or whatever, because for them their language is old, and then the translations and whatever their names. So you can't have a, 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 like a white person named innocent, like a simple word like that. No, you have white people named Charles and then John named uh, uh, whatever I don't know William. What was the meaning of that? You cannot just translate that into Zulu. I wish in this Zulu there was something like that as well. But there isn't. We have Stello. It means uh, like what is a trail? Fuck, I can explain it. Trail is like a, a request, sort of. Yeah, some sort of a request. Then we have Tulani, which means shut up or close them out or just keep this thing closed. Then we have we have Siabong, which means we are thankful. Then we have Fanales Bong, which is my name. And it means we ought to thank, we ought to give thanks, we ought to like be thankful, sort of. Yeah, our names are pretty easy, pretty lazy, lazy stuff. Okay, let's move on from Zulu people before they attack me. This light, this light is too much. This light is too much. Also, I want to talk about the service provider in South Africa. Cell phone, cell phone services providers like you, Vodacom, MTN, Rain, and Telecom, CNC, and all of those guys. Those guys they are saying now, eh, load shading is gonna appear. It's gonna affect us in a way that it will become harder for them to like drop their prices because whenever there's load shading. So I asked Vodacom one day, like there was load shading and I was experiencing bad internet, right? So 4G isn't supposed to be bad internet at all. But on that day the internet was bad and it was 4G. So I I wrote a tweet to Vodacom saying, oh no guys, hey, wait, do you also lose power whenever hey, you have low shading? And then the guy said, yes, some some power, some cell phone towers will be offline and some others just disturbed whenever the power goes out. So these guys have been installing uh, backup generators and backup uh, batteries in their things, in their 
silicon towers for whenever the electricity runs out and then it's been a problem that whenever like load shedding hits the, the time that it hits it won't be uh, won't be what it won't be enough so let's say load shedding is six to eight and then two to four right so during this six to eight load shedding time the backup batteries from the second tower are supposed to work right so after that they're supposed to recharge and then whenever there's a next load shedding they're supposed to work as well so what has been happening these guys are saying uh, the batteries haven't been getting enough time to recharge to full to recharge fully during the the, the time where there's no load shedding to be able to actually work whenever load shedding works again so the batteries have been getting getting enough time to recharge to the full state so that they be prepared for the next uh, load shedding right so that's what has been happening and these guys are saying uh, people are screaming right so if you know there are wires in there pretty expensive uh, wires with cell phone towers i'm thinking maybe something like your fiber fiber optic cables and whatever pretty expensive stuff that is found inside those things so whenever there is no electricity it's more likely that people are going to try their luck and steal the cables in those things which raises costs for these service providers which are like going to be passed on to the consumers as well so that has been an interesting thing like seeing the effects of this uh, low shading thing the effects of people at doing corruption in these government entities yeah one another thing i want to talk about was this like with government entities like in south africa i've never heard of like i've heard in the news that the there's the, an the intelligence gathered that there is this this and that but i've never heard of the intelligence agents of south africa like let's check but i've never heard of anything like that the South African Intelligence Agency, what it's even called. Intelligence Officers, National Intelligence Africa, Jurisdiction. Oh, so it's South African Secret Service. Oh, so we have the guys, man. So I think I think I think the fact that I don't know that these guys exist, or maybe might also mean that I'm ignorant, which is. Usually, I don't want it to mean. I think it means that these guys do their job very well, right? So if you're an intelligence or agency and you're always in the news, you're not doing your job right. That's what I think, right? But if you're an intelligence agency and no one knows that you even exist, then you're doing a good job gathering intelligence. 
right so i feel i feel safer so we don't know what these guys do how much they earn who's the the guy right in all of these things we don't know anything about our intelligence agencies which is which is something good i think so i was thinking like with your intelligence agency they use was this was this what did i want to say oh in south africa like your folks so whenever those guys are called they're not intelligence agencies sort of they are they are police they're higher than the police there's something between the police and they're between the police and the soldiers like the, the, so the police and the military there's something there those guys do their research and those guys do the biggest drug bust i'm thinking those guys are the guys that do like investigation big investigation so whenever you're being investigated by hawks know that your your career or your life is just about to end especially if you know that there is some wrongdoing that you actually committed or whatever so that's something i was thinking about i'm not sure why does that fit into this whole thing but it's just something i was thinking about that's something i was thinking about oh also i'm seeing a free episode here on youtube free episode of origin season one episode one. and they've been saying that they've been talks not talks news that uh, youtube is abandoning uh, these paid movies like high quality uh, cinema style production movies or whatever they are abandoning those sticking to more free stuff more of this was this was this this core consumer generated is consumer generated like the way that we providing or doing content for youtube uh, that is what has been happening yeah there is what what has been happening cool oh and also something okay um, i'm busy i'm busy i'm busy like i'm busy mixing things up mixing things up okay so it might know that i would be interested or well, was interested as a kid i think i'm still interested now to making not making uh was this? being a pilot right so the aviation industry first fascinates me and it was something i wanted to do for a long time like the only thing that i wanted to do in my life get out of school i got into a pilot school and get a private license commercial license then go work for an airline and that is what i wanted to do as a kid and i think something's still exciting right now so this then this right then i think it was uh, at the beginning of this month or something like that so when 
was where there was a plane crashing in Ethiopia. It's called this uh, Wing Max 77 Max 8, I think. That airplane, there have been talks that, that that airplane wasn't actually. Uh, the software wasn't actually that much reviewed before the crash and whatever. So, these guys think that these planes are actually the cause of the problem. I think it's another one in Twitter or something like that. That the, the plane had a similar problem and killed that one there in, in, in Ethiopia. And the cause of the crash is still unknown, obviously, but it's suspected that it's this model of the Boeing 737. Right? So, they, they, in America, they've grounded these airplanes. I think even in South Africa as well, they've been grounded until further notice. But it seems like it seems like Qatar Airways hasn't like hasn't backed down from using these uh, hasn't backed down from using these planes. And I think no, the, the other controversial issue was the fact that the pilots were being trained on an iPad for, for the updates that were necessary or that they had to know about when driving uh, yeah, driving this, this plane, right? But, but it has been a huge issue that would have had or would have uh, the economy of US, I think, uh, where if these planes were to be stopped in their production and whatever. So I'm thinking Boeing is trying to make sure that they train pilots more comprehensively uh, into being able to drive these planes. One thing I don't like to do is this thing of watching uh, like of what's this? Going through news. News are depressing, right? Oh, one other thing that happened. Right, so you might know that I no longer follow football that much, but one exciting thing happened last week. Was it last week? Yeah, I'm shouting, I'm shouting, I'm shouting. I'm shouting, I'm shouting. Man. Okay, this mic is crazy. This mic is crazy. This mic is crazy. How am I shouting now? Man. So, what happened is uh, South Africa was playing what? What is this country now? I think they're playing Libya last week. I think it was last week. Was it last week? I'm not sure. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Ah, man. Not sure. But they're playing. They're playing. Uh, Man, man, they're playing. What do I want to say? They're playing Libya, right? For FCON qualification qualifier, right? So, if you know South African football, you would know that Bafana Bafana has been called a bunch of losers. It's a team that you could not trust, right? They had been in football where you know that your team you could trust to win this game. Bafana Bafana is not one of those teams, it's not a team that would say, okay, these guys, these guys. Are, 
will pay these other guys uh, based on these stats or based on these players or the ability of these players. Uh, that's not something you could say about Bafana Afana. So Bafana Afana is always full of surprises. Most of the time they always lose, right? To the point that most people have given up on them and whatever. But they won this time, right? And then they've qualified for FCO, which is something uh, that doesn't happen quite often for Bafana Afana to qualify for anything. So I was happy to hear those news. I don't follow sports that much, but those those were nice things to hear uh, out of South African football. I think, yeah, that's that's an important thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, but it, oh, I saw I saw a very funny story. Right? So there's this guy who sort of scammed Google and was this other company, Google, Facebook, he stole 99 million from Facebook, 22 million from Google between 2013 to 2015. This guy, um, he sent Google and, 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 and what? Google and Facebook invoices. Right, for which they, they didn't purchase and and that he hadn't provided, but the company is paid. <laughs> Damn, like this indicates how big these companies are, right? They don't even go to check, okay, who is this guy? Did we actually buy something from this guy? Where? Because, right, if I pay a receipt, right, you're supposed to say to match, right? So, not a receipt. An invoice sort of so it's supposed to match and an order number so it's supposed to get a file it's called internet no not internet internal internet internal sales order ISO right so you're supposed to get that file internet sales order then you're supposed to take that file and match it into a was this thing these goods received right so it's supposed to match the those two, put them together, goods received, and then goods received going in hand in hand with delivery notes and whatever. Those three files are together. I think it's more files than that, but those files are supposed to be together. And before you can pay an invoice, you're supposed to have an internal sales order and whatever written, and then GRM, the goods received note, then they match together with your, uh, what's this, your invoice, right? The numbers. And then they're supposed to match the supplier and whatever, right? Before that invoice can actually be transferred to whoever is supposed to or is responsible for EFT and whatever to accounting, right? Before those can be distributed, they have to be together in the file before we can pay, right? So let's see how this guy did this thing. It was accompanied by four invoices, converted letters, falsely appeared to him, ticket and signed by local agents. Of the victim covenants. Man, fake signatures, okay? <coughs> I'm shouting. I'm still shouting. Fuck. And you know, to the subject of the we also spoke in a better page of the conversation because the results are finally no one check. 
to see if the consumer invoices and POs and had initial rating as well. Okay. Yes, there's a okay. So as I was saying, right, the, the, these guys and uh, the companies didn't think to check if these correspond these documents because you cannot just pay uh, without checking. Okay, is this what we ordered? Was this delivered? Is the quantity delivered the same as the quantity we ordered? Right? Then check uh, the price list that we have. <coughs> that the price list that is appearing on the order that is submitted agree with the, the price list that appears on the invoice that you received. What are the differences? Why are there those differences? I'm not sure if I'm coming from the side or the, the point of an auditor right now, but that's what you're supposed to do. Think, okay, so these guys didn't check. Uh, these guys represent to the giant. Oh, okay. This is where they they have human. They have a charge for was identity theft. Because it was posing as a Taiwanese hardware manufacturer, Quanda Computer Inc., and that registered a company in Latvia in the same year. A beautiful field about 50. It's not clear what happened to the other same but was horrific and probably. Now I'm just going to catch up in Cyprus. Google said we detected this fraud and programmed the process. We recruit the funds and we are pleased that this matter is resolved. He faces up to 30 years. Oh, he was, he was, I think it was, um, he was intelligent, sort of, to diversify, put his money in different bank accounts. That's something. Uh, yeah, that's something very intelligent for them to put him to be. Oh, another thing, another interesting. interesting uh, one other interesting thing I've seen is this company, right? Not company. Uh, it's not a company, not It's uh, the US government, but making a nuclear plant. So they, they, they're saying that the costs have been rising so rapidly that uh, this thing, I'm not sure. How do, how do I do? Let me search the story. Right, uh, it's a U.S. nuclear plant. Let's search U.S. U.S. nuclear plant. U.S. nuclear plant under construction. He's saying the cost for this thing. The cost for this thing has been rising so high. Then they have to pay billions. Or they have to, to add in 3.7 billion right now. I think the, the costs are even higher than they initially uh, planned for. And 3.7 billion in financing. Energy Secretary, uh, Federal Petroleum Council to keep under construction. 
Players with overruns, right? So this thing was supposed to be done years ago. So they've also been given 8.3 billion in the previous administration. This thing was supposed to be 14 billion and it's now estimated to be 28 billion, right? So man, this this goes to show uh, how expensive it is to have a, a nuclear plant. But but I'm thinking those initial costs they're supposed to like offset the benefit, like to be offset. Is it is it offset? Unlikely that they were called offset, but they are. It's it's what is called cost versus benefit analysis, right? So, how much cost is the cost that you willing, or are the cost that you gonna uh, incur with the benefit that the benefits that you gonna reap from having this day, right? For for South Africa, it's a billion US dollars, not US dollars, trillion South African brands. We don't have that money, but that's. How much money we need to actually uh, make? I'm not sure if that's that's the correct amount, but that was the proposed amount uh, that was required to make a nuclear plant in South Africa. All right? Is that uh, is that enough cost? No. Is there enough benefit that will be reaped from having a nuclear plant to justify those costs? Uh, that's something. That's something that still hasn't been determined, and I think maybe there is enough benefits to be had to justify that cost. I'm thinking like businesses, small and big businesses, how much they've been losing uh, due to the recent low trading. Obviously, it hasn't been quantified. Obviously, as reports come out of how much money actually South Africa has lost due to low trading, we'll see how much are we losing. How much we can actually pay to make this plan and get it over because we need, we need uh, more power, we need uh, more generators over there. Okay, so one last thing done with the stories, done with the, with the whatever. There is this. There is this running thing with movies, right? Not movies, yeah, movies and then comedians and whatever. There is this thing. Like so whenever one talks about jail, you always know that one thing to never do in jail as a guy, you never want to drop the soap. Alright? You never wanna do that, you never be, wanna be in a con in a position where you have to to, to bend and then take a soap. Like pick up a soap. <laughs> right? So what happened well last week where I was showering and then the soap fell. <laughs> right, so I'm in a shower. A shower. Our showers are like, okay, you can't swim. Like this large, I think. Like this is the corner. Shower my hand, my hand, my other hand, then this corner, then yeah. Something this size. I think a square meter. It's a square meter of a bed. Maybe. Should be a square meter. A cubic meter. Cubic meter is correct. I'm not sure what I'm talking about right now. But yeah, that's what happened. So 
I was showering and then the, sh the, the, the soap happened to drop. Alright, man, the anxiety I felt. <laughs> I always make sure that the soap, the soap doesn't drop. Like the, the anxiety of good. Like it's a wall. <laughs> it's a wall behind me. But man, <laughs> there is always that feeling. Man, don't drop the soap in the first place. Don't drop the soap. I dropped it and I was looking like this. I actually went down, like my whole body went down to take the <laughs> to pick up the soap. Man, <laughs> I was so loud. Like also, I was embarrassed, not embarrassed, but I was so, I was so what? Um, no, I'm learning English words now. But the whole, the whole situation was like so funny, man. That I didn't want to even drop a soap in a shower where I'm, I'm alone. Like the concept of dropping a soap has been so stigmatized that I don't wanna do it. <laughs> I think it's one of the worst fears one has as a, as a guy dropping a soap. Alright, alright. I'll see you in the next episode, man. I'll see you in the next episode. Talk to you in the next episode if you're listening. Obviously, this has been so much amazing with uh, only in room 15B. The boring podcast, man, I don't want to. I want to shout, actually. Not that I don't want to. But this night is not this. Getting on my nerves. Getting on my nerves. My is getting on my nerves. My is getting on my nerves. My is getting on my nerves. This guy. This mic is getting on my nerves. And also, this thing is supposed to shut down in any minute from now. Okay, 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 okay. Bye.